Did you hear just how much Facebook is changing? The company just announced that it's overhauling the design by elevating content from creators over posts from friends and family Hmm. in an effort to fend off competition from TikTok. So your home screen will be more reels and things from content creators. And if you want to see the most recent posts from your friends, family, and your favorite pages and groups, you'll find them on a new feeds tab. So that's going to be once you update, you know, your Facebook app and your app store, it's probably going to start to look pretty different soon. Hmm. That always is a little annoying because right now you'll get reels from people you don't follow. And I don't go like, why am I getting these and why are they automatically playing? I don't want to see a guy juggling on a tightrope in Singapore. I'm just not interested. It's going to happen more and more. You'll have to stay on the feeds page instead of the homepage. So you know how there's all those movies where uh, computers get so smart they take over the world? Oh, yeah. I think it's Mm -hmm. started to happen already in real life. I'll Mm. tell you what's going on in just a minute. Okay, so you know you've probably at one point in your life watched some kind of movie where computers take over the world. I mean, just look Mm -hmm. at Terminator. That's been out, what, like 30, 40 years or something? I think we've all lived it. If your computers go down at work, game over. (laughs) (laughs) Game over, So they're already already ruling a lot of our lives, right? Right. So I feel like it's starting to happen in real life, everyday life. Um, Did you hear what happened in Moscow This little seven-year-old was playing chess against a robot, Mm -hmm. and the robot felt like like this little boy cheated and and made a move too fast, like it wasn't his turn yet, and the computer grabbed the little boy's finger, would not let go. Everyone comes to the rescue, and the computer broke the little boy's finger. No. Yes. So it was mean, like a robot. It was thing. a robot playing okay. chess against this little boy. So I think it's happening. Forget well, the sci-fi movies. Until these un- computers are taking over the world until already. Until the, the computer gets so mad playing a game that they pick up the board and fling it off the table. <laughs> <laughs> then we're safe. That's when until that happens, then, I don't know. then we're still okay. But man, this poor little boy, pray for him. He's got his finger in a splint and <laughs> Probably scared to death to play chess against that thing ever again. You know his grandparents are saying something like, well, that's a valuable life lesson for you. (laughs) Cheaters never win and winners never cheat. And poor kid's like, leave me alone. (laughs) I got a broken finger here. Leave me alone. (laughs) Are you feeling hungry today? We're going to give you the latest in the world of food coming up next. Hey, if you love to eat as much as we do here on the Kevin and Taylor Show, you're going to love hearing the latest in the world World of food. food. First, you've heard an apple a day keeps the doctor away. Well, a banana a day keeps high blood pressure away. No kidding. Yeah, according to new research, eating more foods with potassium like bananas, avocados, and salmon protects women from heart attack and stroke. Oh, that's bananas. Yeah. (laughs) Second, Chipotle revealed how to get guacamole for free. Just order the veggie option of your favorite entree. And finally, in the world of food, you've heard of the five-second rule when you drop food on the floor. Well, half of Americans would eat food that's fallen on the floor after 10 seconds. A huge percent of people say they would never eat food that's fallen on the floor, even if it's in their own home. It is so funny. I cannot believe you brought that up. Last night, sitting at the dinner table... My son and I got in an argument over eating food that has fallen on the floor. I'll tell you, tell you what happened and see if you guys side with me or with him and my wife, who I'll call the crazy people in this hmm. scenario. Okay. All right. We'll talk about it in just a minute. I cannot believe you brought that up today. We just last night had this scenario. 
with food fell on the floor. I cannot believe you brought up just a minute ago eating food that's fallen on the floor and mm-hmm. the, the whatever you call it, the two-second rule, the five-second rule, the 30-second rule, whatever yeah. it is in your house, everybody has, it. it's meant to say, hey, if you get it quick enough, you can eat it, right? right. And they've done studies through the years to say whether that's okay or not. I am a pick-it-up-off-of-the-floor-and-eat-it person. And I did that yesterday. I was eating some uh, uh, Triscuit crackers and hummus, uh-huh. right? And one of the crackers fell on the floor. And it was like off to the, it, it was out of my reach. And my son was there. And he picked it up and turned like he was going to trash can. I said, whoa, 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 I'll eat that. Bring it here. And he gave it to me. And I dipped it in the hummus and ate it. He goes, Dad, whoa, what are you doing? <laughs> The fact that you dipped it in the hummus kicks it all up a notch. That's what he said. He goes, I can't eat that hummus now. And it's the family size. It's the big one. He goes, I can't eat that. I said, why? And he goes, because that cracker fell on the floor. There could have been a hair on it. And then you put it in the hummus. You can't do You made a decision for all of us. Yeah, you did. And I said, son, I think you are way over the top here. Way over. So then Tracy joins in and she's on his side. I can't believe you did that. That's now your hummus. No one else is going to eat that hummus. I said, you all are nuts. You all are crazy. Then she goes, have you done this before? I said, over the course of my lifetime, I think this is the first time that this specific scenario has ever played out. But if it happened again, I wouldn't think twice. I would totally do it. (laughs) That's funny. Boy, you kicked up the scenario. I was with you on... Ah, give me the Trisket, I'll nab it. But and dipping usually it in the hummus you do, was a... like especially if you have five dogs, you would at least need to do a little one of these. Have you ever done this? <laughs> Just to make sure there's no dog. Well, that's where they it. all went. We've got five dogs walking in and out of this house, and they, they you know what, they step in out there, and then you oh, just when ate you the cracker dip off it the floor in the hummus, blah, blah, you kicked blah. it up two hundred no, no, notches. I'm with no. your wife and we your went, son on this. We one. went to bed like five hours after this happened, and we're still we're not just talking about it. It's like ramped up talking about it. It's, it's borderline arguing. Tracy's like, your feelings have really been hurt by this. It's about, it ain't about my feelings. It's about you guys are nuts. It's about you wanting to be right. Uh, what's your favorite way to beat the heat? After all, we're seeing record temperatures in the United States and Europe and more. So what what do you like to do to beat the heat? Do you play at the pool, eat a popsicle? The This is what they're doing in the U.K., this is so funny. They're offering free movie tickets to redheads. Yep. <laughs> because redheads are so vulnerable to the sun. They call mm. it SPF, sun protecting flicks. And uh, Cav, I was thinking your family could practically go to the movie for free. There's so many redheads. Yeah, my wife and a couple of our daughters yeah. have uh, auburnish hair. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, the rest of us would have to pay, but <laughs> they'd get they'd go for free. Hey, do you feel like you might be burned out? Coming up, some things you can do to help. Do you feel like you may be a little bit burned out, drained physically and emotionally, feeling like it's challenging just to get through the day? Uh, Here are some things that can really help you handle the stress of everyday life. First, make sure your body is getting enough nutrients. Are you drinking enough water every day, eating fresh fruits and veggies? Second, are you getting enough sleep? Third thing, set boundaries. It's okay to take a break from your phone. You don't have to text people back immediately. Four, exercise. And the fifth thing you can do to deal with burnout or try to prevent it, take a break from the news and social media. Uh, Spend time with others. Having that connection with friends and family is vital 
for your mental health. Mm. It is true how we forget that. That's okay to be away from your phone or take a break from social media. My wife and I have been doing something with the news every night. Mm -hmm. Before, we usually, uh, we TiVo it and we'll watch it like 20 minutes after it started. And we'll go, okay, pick what their top two or three headlines are. And if we already know what the headlines are going to be, we're not going to watch. And we can always predict what it is. I'm yeah. like, do we really need to rehash the same old, same old again and again and That's again? Good. I don't think so. Okay, so something has happened to me in the last couple of days. And all of a sudden, wave a magic wand. I feel like I have a teeny tiny taste of what it's like to be the mother of two teenage daughters. That explains why your eye's been twitching. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what happened in just a minute. So I feel like I got a little teeny tiny taste of what it's like to be the mom of two teenage daughters because um, just recently I had four overnight guests, my husband's sister, her daughter, Mm -hmm. and our niece, and then she brought her two half-sisters with her. She's like, can I bring my sisters? And they are 14 and 17 years old. that's right. And you said you hadn't met them before, right? No, never met them. I've seen pictures of them. Mm -hmm. I've heard stories about them my whole life, but... This was the first time I ever got to meet her half-sisters. Okay. And um, let's just say, um, I at one point, the girls were off. I forget where they were at that point. They were living their best life. They would, <laughs> we would wait for them to wake up, and most mornings it was 11.30 a.m. <laughs> so I would make breakfast a second time. Wait, for teenagers, why so early? <laughs> yeah. I felt like I was constantly in the kitchen because meals were, you know, like... Right, right. They were having breakfast, then the us adults were ready for lunch, mm-hmm. and then later, then they were ready for lunch. It was just like, whoa, this is a lot of food-oriented stuff. And then at one point, the girls were off doing something, living their best life. Oh, I think they went shopping. Mm. They went, the three of them went shopping, and I ran up to their room to get something, and it was an explosion. There were <laughs> shoes, clothes, wet towels. Like It was everywhere. I'm like, oh, it looks like someone may have eaten in bed. <laughs> did, the, did the thought go through your head to say, young ladies? <laughs> Kind of. This and room I, is a pigsty. <laughs> and then I realized, okay, I'm not going to change these girls in one weekend. Right. You know, and I'll stop not... being cool Aunt Taylor if right. I say something exactly. like that. I can't say that. So at one point they were off. They went to an, an aquarium and I went up there. I was going to do a workout video in one of the bedrooms that I use for my, you know, like when mm-hmm. I want to do a like Pilates or weight video. And I couldn't resist. There were wet towels, like sopping wet towels from when they went to the pool all over. So I collected them all and did a load of towels. I washed them and dried them for them because I just couldn't. My eye was twitching. You think like if it was if I was their mother, you'd, you'd learn them. You'd learn them a lesson and realize, hey, if you don't hang up your towel, you have nothing to dry yourself off with the next time you take a shower. But I just... Well, here's the conflict in our house. That happened to me this weekend. Where are all the... I want to go to the pool. Where are all the towels for the pool? I don't know. I don't know. Open the bedroom door. There they are in a pile. In a pile. Yeah. So what do you do? I grabbed one from our garage... There was this old nasty used to be go to the pool towel. Now it's like to use to wash the cars with. That's what I took the pool with me. Wow. And you don't even I, have teenagers anymore. Well, I mean, it doesn't end. 20. I mean, she's <laughs> barely not. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, but totally. Still, totally. It was so the- eye opening for me. You parents are saints. Mm. I realize I might have sound a little whiny about the, the messiness that, mm-hmm. that is having 14 and 17 year old girls in the house. By the way, the amount of products those girls use as well. But I really have enjoyed 
getting to know my niece's <laughs> half sisters. No, they really they're very sweet. You, you are echoing the uh, the ladies from that Saturday Night Live skit, the Brooklyn Girls. I love them. But I hate them. I love them, but I'm going to kill them. <laughs> I'm going to kill them, but I love them. No, right. they really, they're so much fun. Yeah, and but, you can't help but like endow them with your knowledge too. I kept, kept telling my, catching myself going, hey, you can learn from my mistake or how about this? And, Here's the thing. You're talking about breakfast and how you had breakfast ready. I assume you made your, your pancakes for them. You talk about all the, the famous time oatmeal pancakes. Okay. Yeah. I assume you made those. So you had the batter ready and you're waiting for them to come down, right? Mm-hmm. But here's the dilemma that, that, most parents face if you make pancakes do i go ahead and make the pancakes and just let them warm them up or do i use the batter because the batter could get nasty while it's sitting here because lord knows when they're going to wake up so you go through all of this decision making right (laughs) so they have the perfect breakfast when they do decide to roll out of their beauty sleep and they come down and you go hey gonna make pancakes for you are you ready uh I'm just going to run the (laughs) Chick-fil-A. Oh, man. Seriously. It's so weird to think about what an eye-opener it's going to be when they finally are out on their own. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And have to pay for every morsel of food that arrives in the home. Then they develop new life skills, Uh like dropping hints to mom and dad that they don't have any money and they really want to go to the drive-thru, so will you Venmo me money, without saying, will you Venmo me money? (laughs) Wow. That is a skill. <laughs> yes, and you've sent the money before you realize you've been duped again. <laughs> Dad, I used to, we used to go to the drive-thru. I used to love that. Wow, that was the best. Remember that? We just You get the bag from Chick-fil-A in the car. It just smells so good. Wow, I could go for some of that right now. Well, how about I just spend you some money? It'll be like I'm there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, Dad. Hey, this is your guarantee to put you in a good mood story of the day. Well, you never know when someone is going to need your help. Andrew is a mail carrier in Colorado, just doing his normal route when he heard a little girl screaming. It was a six-year-old girl completely panicked in a car nearby, thinking that her mom had passed away. Thankfully, mom had just passed out. Andrew sprang into action, super worried because he has a daughter the same age. Mm. He was able to comfort her, call 911, and uh, get help for her 25-year-old mother who was under the influence of drugs. The little girl is safe with family members, and the whole community is praying for that a mom that this will be her chance to get clean and yeah. turn her life around. Wow. But. Way to go, Andrew, for coming to the rescue. Hey, are you trying to be healthier coming up? These are the myths about getting healthy that just don't hold up. Are you trying to make better choices when it comes to your health? These are some myths about our health that just don't hold up. Myth okay. number one is popular diets are everywhere, so they must work. <laughs> Really, one of the best things you can do is watch your sugar intake and limit mindless eating. Substitute the word popular for fad. Yeah, exactly. And they they have to keep coming out with new diets because they want to sell you stuff. Exactly. It's it's a bazillion dollar industry. Uh, Myth number two, it's okay to take your smartphone to bed. No, it's not. It wakes up your brain too much and affects your sleep. And then myth number three about your health. Social media will inspire you to get healthy and exercise. Uh, In reality, it leads to a lot of comparison and can give you poor body image and actually make you feel more discouraged about being healthy than encouraging Mm. you.
Yeah, uh, uh, social media can just be the worst for that. I've you, had, yeah. You just feel like you'll never measure up to other people, you know? Like, And, and the people that post, oh, here's my six-pack abs, they've got to dedicate so much of their life to looking like that. There's accounts I've had to unfollow. No kidding. Because there were women that were so restrictive on their eating, they would show their intake for a day, mm-hmm. and I would think, that looks like a, about enough for one meal for I'd me. Faint. Yeah. And then, you know, just the all the some of the exercise ones, you'd think it would inspire you, but it can actually just discourage you. So I just had to unfollow. Hmm. So I think we talked about this the other day, but um I just saw a Facebook post by a mom who's dealing with her daughter is leaving for college and she is having a really uh. rough time. I want to share what uh, what she had to say about it and see if you aren't experiencing something similar or you've gone through it. We'll talk about it next. So we're talking about a mom who just, she had a post and I'm going to see if you guys can relate to this. Her daughter's going off to college in a month and she posted this at 1 a.m., 1.30 a.m. Oh, man. Saying, how hard am I struggling this week with the fact that my daughter's leaving for college in less than a month? It's 1.30 a.m. and I'm posting about it on Facebook uh, when I should have been asleep hours ago. And uh, she says that she's coping by finding and buy, buying stuff she thinks her daughter will need while away at college. Oh, yeah. So she's burying her feelings in online, online shopping, right? And um, she said that she found another post from a mom on a, a support group website. There's a mm-hmm. support group for moms whose kids are leaving for college. And this woman said that logically, she says, I know this isn't a sappy forever farewell, but she recognizes it's a big change. She said, what I think I'm dealing with and is semi right is the fact that my child is never going to really live with me again. Mm-hmm. Yes, they'll visit. They may even stay for an extended amount of time. FaceTime. Yes. Call. Yes. Text. Yes. But the whole idea of us living together that she'll find shelter under my roof as her forever home, those days are gone. Oh, it's so hard. Yeah. And I think that's heartbreaking. um, Now, having been there, by the way, with our son, our daughters did not go away to school. They were a university within driving distance, and that's where they decided to go, and they lived at home. But our son, when, yeah, when he went off to school, I don't want to make anyone think like that lady even more depressed, but yeah, it was a turning of the page. He... Went to school in Boston, so we saw him on holidays, and he'd come home at summer. And after he graduated, he spent that final summer with us, but then he moved off to pursue his music career uh, in another city. So, yeah, it, it is a turning of the page. But on the upside, Mom and Dad, this is what you've raised them for, right? You've raised them so they'll be able to do this, that they're competent, caring human beings, hopefully following Jesus to the best of their ability, and they're going to make their mark on the world. You're, this is the you've you've you built the launch pad yourself, Mom. <laughs> the logic doesn't help right now. Right, it's not helping. <laughs> don't get upset when they say. I mean, if you look at it this way, they might not say it because they're so excited at the, the idea of moving off. But with them moving off, it is kind of a big thank you. It's an unspoken thank you that you have you have raised them so well that they can go out into this world with all its troubles and all its messiness. And get through it and survive it and thrive and make their contribution. So be proud, mom and dad. I know it hurts. I know it hurts. But on the flip side, be proud of them. Be proud of the job you've done and getting them to the launch pad. And here they go. So I, I felt that lady, Amy, that posted on Facebook the struggle she's having with uh, 
her daughter going off to college in a month because dropping our son Kyle off hundreds and hundreds of miles away, knowing this is it. Life changes from this this point yeah. on. It was tough. It's so hard. It's got to be to me as a just an aunt, not a parent. It's got to be one of the hardest parts of parenting. I've watched friends go through it. I, my sister is going through it right now. Um, her daughter, who happens to be going to the same college as Amy's daughter. No kidding. Um, yeah, that's Amy. What a small that's our, world. Yeah, I see Amy all the time every time I go to an orchestra concert. No kidding. Or, yeah. Um, so they are going to the same college, but they're not going to be roommates. And this coming weekend, they have to leave for, um, they go for an orientation. Mm. Now it's not their move in day. They come back and regroup Mm -hmm. after orientation, but just that is just, Oh, my heart. I feel like, Oh, I feel sick right now. Like I have (laughs) butterflies just thinking about. My niece going to another state to right. go away to college. And I'm here's just, the, the, oh. the crazy thing about that. Okay, the niece goes away, orientation comes back. The, the, the mom is d- devastated. She's leaving. Meanwhile, the daughter's like, yes, I'm leaving. <laughs> just the, the polar opposite of emotions <laughs> happening, know. right? It's so hard. Like, all I can think about is because we always get together, the families, the mm. the two nieces, mo- mom and dad, and then me and Glenn. It's, we're the six, the yeah. six of us. That's what we do. And all of a sudden, every time we get together, it's only going to be five. Oh. <laughs> it's killing me. Uh, every time you bring up kids going off to college, I'm like, no, don't do this to me, Cav. I can't take it during the if show. If I ignored it, it won't happen. Look at me. I know. I'm in denial. Cav, you know how you always tell moms and dads, don't blink. It goes by that oh. fast with their kids. In a heartbeat. It applies to nieces and nephews, too. I'm so blessed to have 11 of them. And um, a memory popped up on my socials. And it was years and years ago when we took my little nieces, ages six and three, out for ice cream. Mm-hmm. And it's a really cute picture. That's my, me, my sister, the two girls, the four of us. We obviously had one of the guys take the photo for us. And so they were coming over on National Ice Cream Day. And I said, hey, I know this sounds crazy, but would you be willing to recreate that picture with me? And I thought they were, because they're now 15 and 18 so I thought they were going to go, no, no please, Ann Taylor, no, no. don't ruin our evening. <laughs> right? And they were totally game. They were totally in. Now, we didn't have the right clothes. You Normally, you got to get similar looking clothes. Mm-hmm. But we made sure we had bowls of ice cream in front of us. And we made sure we were all in the exact same position and facial expressions. And they helped me recreate the photo and it makes me so happy. Aww. But my sister, she she saw the picture of when they were six and three. Mm-hmm. And she put on my socials, she put, can we please go back with mm. the sobbing face emoji? Because yeah, yeah. fast forward now, um, the youngest is starting her sophomore year in high school. Is it freshman or sophomore? Is it anyway, how did she get to be a high schooler? And the oldest is leaving any day now to go away to college in another state. Oh, and man. I cannot, I blinked. Yeah. It's gone by they just so keep fast. Turning, don't they? Yeah. But the fact that they were willing to humor their old Aunt Taylor, that was really sweet. The uh, sidebar the and, and really cool thing about this whole story is Taylor is the only person that any of us know who knew that it was National Ice Cream Day, that she has that on her calendar. I'm going to celebrate oh, yeah. National Ice Cream Day. Covered it in World of Food and everything. <laughs> Love ice cream. You know how fun it is to check in with our producer Griffin every day? Well, mm-hmm. he said 
back to school shopping has changed so much mm. over the years. We're going to find out how in just a minute. Griffin, he's in the studio with us. So we're going to talk some back to school shopping. I would imagine Griffin's gotten more expensive nowadays compared to uh, years past. I think so. I mean, my wife kind of just handles it and I don't ask or work <laughs> or anything. Um, but what I've really noticed, I remember back in back in my day, um, you know, back to school shopping, you load up and you go to the store and you're picking everything out and you have a mm-hmm. cart full of things. And right. It's exciting. Whole, yeah, it's a whole day of stuff. Bag and plead for a new lunchbox and right. mom says, no, the one from last year is fine. Exactly. But I don't watch that show anymore. <laughs> that show's for kids. I'm older now. What's going on with us is my wife, you know, we get we get the um, school list, the supply list emailed to us. And like while we're watching a show one evening, my wife's able to just go on her phone and click around and boom, back to school shopping done. There's, ah. there's not this grand adventure out to the store to pick everything out and mm. just Aww, all online on her phone. That's kind of sad. Yeah. yeah you think about way. it. Think about all the uh, like office supply stores about this time of the year would have the we've got two cent pencils right, right? Yeah. trying to lure you in with like something that right or uh, filler pay notebook filler paper is just three cents and everybody would run in there they yeah. i guess they don't do that anymore, but i mean huh? maybe for your wife sarah it's like a dream come true because there's no begging for that specific folder nice. or yeah. extras it's, the kids don't even think about it they don't know that it used to be a thing you go do and yeah i am glad though with shoes we had to go buy those in person yeah. new school shoes thank right. goodness because we were looking online, maybe, you know, it has the size guide, measure the kid's foot and all this. Yeah. Uh-huh. And we measured it. So when we got to the store, we we're like, oh, we think they're in this size. Well, those sizes were totally off. Ooh. So Ooh. if we would have ordered huh? online, it would have been terrible. So Ooh, that's good I'm glad know. we went to the store. Okay. Yeah. Do they get shoes with like bluey on them or something? No, they can't have cartoons and stuff. They have to be pretty plain. Um, yeah. It's cool code. Still cool shoes, uh, though. Some cool Nikes. Yeah. <laughs> so that, so oh, that's it's, good. It's bluey underoos, then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you know how they're always saying, um, be careful what you post on social media, because, you know, potential employers, they could see, you know, stuff that you've posted on Facebook or Instagram that could keep you from getting a job. Well, a woman is saying that she landed a great new job, got like this huge raise, and she got fired after getting the job because of what she was posting on TikTok. Tell you her story and see how you feel about it next. So a woman is saying that her TikTok videos cost her her great new job. Wow, what happened? This lady, uh, she got a new job and she got a $20,000 pay increase with her new job. She was super excited. And apparently this lady, as a side gig, is a uh, TikTok influencer person. Mm -hmm. So she posted about her pay increase. She posted about the fabulous new lifestyle she could live with all of her new disposable income. And her employers mentioned one day about how they didn't like people posting on social media um, about salary and stuff. No inside information about the company, because apparently under federal law, you're allowed to talk about your salary you get a company can't tell you, no, you can't talk about your salary. Um, But they said that um, here's the ultimate thing. I'll cut to the chase. The ultimate thing that happened is they said that her posting presented a security risk for the company and they could no longer have her employed. The bottom line is, wow. and it doesn't take a genius to figure out, they were ticked that she posted about the salary increase, about how much she was making, and the lifestyle she was living. Because who knows what they were paying other people there, or other mm. new employees or whatever. Of course, company does, the last thing the world a company wants is employees sharing how much they're making, right? Is there going to be a lawsuit? 
No. Uh-uh. No, she's just no gone. because they didn't they didn't fire her for her posts uh, being talking about salary. They said that she was a security risk. And she said she didn't know what to do and she was still friends with the people at her old job. So she called her buddy in HR and he said, "Let me see what I can do. I'll I'll talk to your old boss. She got her old job back." Oh, so she's shoot. back at her old job, $20,000 less a year. Um, but now, Whoa. is that a lesson learned? What do you guys think when you hear that? Should she have known better? Was she out of bounds just because you're legally protected? Does that mean you know a company can't find a way to legitimately let you go, but it's obvious they're letting you go because of a certain behavior? The whole thing sits kind of weird with me because I, I come from, my parents raised me, and my background is you don't talk about your salary. Right. You don't, you don't talk, talk about money. how much you make. But now, now young people today, they, they all share their salaries. Oh, yeah. With my each kids, other. my yeah. son will say, well, that's what the company doesn't want you to do that because they don't, it, it takes leverage out of their hands. Mm-hmm. If Bill all of a sudden finds out that Susie doing the same job is making 15 grand more than him, that's a problem for the company. So, how does it sit with you guys when you hear that story? We'd love to hear from you. Hey, Jens, you wanted to weigh in on this woman that got fired from her new job because she was posting about her salary. Yeah, I I mean, how embarrassing for her. You know, it's 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 such a slippery slope. You, you know, you think our, I have no idea what she, how old she is, but teens, early 20s. I mean, at what point do we, have we just forgone all good judgment? You know, we, we say, does someone truly have to tell you, you don't need to talk about or disclose your salary, anything confidential at work? I mean, that's just bad judgment you know i mean it, it yes there's maybe not a rule that says don't do it but there's also i mean it, it's just common sense right like mm-hmm. you don't walk in the street naked because someone <laughs> says it's just bad judgment you know <laughs> yeah i i agree with you they think that there you have to think through things like that and go okay what's the upside of this is it is it really benefiting me to share all of this and is it is it going to help my standing with the people that matter which you know would hopefully be your employer but i don't i think that 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 type of thinking unfortunately is kind of out the door the worst part is is that if she would have taken a step back and really thought it even more clearly through and had more discernment there there is it's really the, the employer probably looked to her as maybe it was great work ethic. Maybe she thought she was way more valued to the company. And had she just thought about that more, it would have been even more in line and in tune to not say a word, you know? Mm, yeah. yeah. Good point. 